Hey, 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 my friends, welcome back to Moonshot Entrepreneur to another episode. Today, I'm going to answer one of the questions posed to me over at my Facebook group community by Lita Summers. And she was wondering if I could say more about the financing part in the beginning of building a business. What are some typical um, safety nets you need to build around your business, like taking sick days, etc.? So today I'm going to dig into that and I'm going to share with you what elements you need to think about when you're building a business and what safety net you need to have in order to make sure that you do not run into any problems anytime soon. So let's dig into this. Hey friends, welcome to Moonshot Entrepreneur. This is the place where we partner with God to build His custom design calling for our life. In this podcast, you'll get laser focused on aligning your life with God and you will learn the strategies to implement true change. Along with that, you will also learn to create the time and income for the amazing dreams God has for you. Sounds like a moonshot? Well, set your expectations high because when we dare to partner with God, Anything is possible. I promise you that we're going to have a ton of fun on this journey together. So grab your notebook and pen and pursue with me your God-led life transformation. Let's go. Okay, my friends, before we start today's episode, I just want to share some good news with you. My birthday is coming up soon. I'm turning 39 on November 10th and I want you to join in the fun. So here's what I came up with. Um, I'm offering two free coaching spots um, to all of you guys completely free. So if you want to have a coaching session with me that is completely free on any of the topics I speak here or on the podcast, be it faith, entrepreneurship, finance or strategy, you are most welcome to reach out to me. In fact, this is actually the way you can win the coaching session. Shoot me an email and let me know why you think that you want a free coaching session with me. And that's it. So all you have to do is send me an email to support at moonshot-entrepreneur.com. You'll find the email address below in the description too. That's support at moonshot-entrepreneur.com entrepreneur.com. So just use that email address and let me know why you think you want a free coaching session with me. And if you have one, I'll be reaching out to you after November 10th and we both will be jamming on a coaching session. So, all right, now let's get into the topic for today. As I mentioned in the introduction, Lita Summers, one of my uh, people over in the Facebook community, posted a question actually some time ago. Um, and I had thought that I have answered this, but I discovered now that I have answered certain parts of the question, but not all of it. So today I'm going to take time for that. So Lita Summers asked um, if I could elaborate on the financing part as far as having enough money to take sick days, etc. in the beginning of building a business. So what a great question. Thank you, Lita, for, for posting that. And yeah, I can just confirm that there are really some things you need to 
think about. Now, most of us who are starting off for a business are aware that there is some legal side to it and that we need to put away money for that, like, right? Like registering an LLC is going to cost you. There might be some tax uh, coming in for you to pay because you're registering a, a, a company. And then um, you might have to rent out an office space. You might not have to do that. You might be lucky enough to use your own four walls or unlucky enough. It depends on how you look at it. Um, and then you might have to do a website and have software. And so I'm not going to speak about these things because I think I covered them quite elaboratively in episode number 40, where I speak about the running cost of a business and where I basically say that it's possible to run a business for a thousand bucks or less. Now, if you are just falling off your chair hearing that, please go to episode number 40 and listen to it um, to find out how I'm able to say something like that. But it has to do about running a lean business. And it's not for every business, of course. If you are um, having a brick and mortar business, it's highly unlikely that you are going to be able to do that for a thousand bucks, at least not over here in the West. But coming back to the topic, today is not going to be about that. Today, I want to look at the question, what elements you need to think about when you build a business. So what are some safety nets and elements you have to consider other than um, the running cost of your business, the reoccurring running cost of your business? And this is actually a two-part question because it also goes into the space of exploring how much you should be making a year. And it's hard to define that, especially when you're starting out. So I want to share with you what I looked at and give you some insights and some tips about um, the, the elements. So actually, I, I'm just thinking that some of these elements are also highly relevant if you are not having a business and are just looking to switch your job, your current job profile. And so I will go into that maybe at the end of the episode, but let's focus here for a moment, um, turn off my squirrel brain and focus on the task at hand. So for the sake of understanding this, I would like to just use a little example here. So how much should you make a year? What are some elements you should think about when you're building a business? But one thing to think about is that when you're building out your business, the likelihood might be that you already have a job or you already are somewhere in corporate America or corporate Europe. Is there a word like that? Well, somewhere in corporate and that you are bringing home a certain portion in terms of salary. So a certain chunk of the family budget is actually contributed by you. Let's say for the sake of, of an example, that your last salary in corporate was a hundred thousand bucks. And so you write that on a piece of paper. Now, what else are some elements that come up for you during the year? Now, obviously you will have business running costs. Like I mentioned before, you might have software, office space, website, people to pay, 
Um, let's say that you are running a really lean business and your reoccurring cost per year is $30,000. Um, so let's write that down beneath the 100000 you had already written down um, as your last salary. So now we are at 100000 plus 30000 that's 130. Now, is it enough if you make 130,000 bucks per year? Well, the answer to this question really depends because often we forget that our employer gives us more than just a plain salary, right? Um, just go over to your salary slip and look at the things um, that are de deducted directly from your salary. Or maybe you have also other items that your employer does for you um, that are really beneficial in your life and that are representing some sort of value to you, right? So chances are that your employer might have had you covered under uh, certain types of insurance. For example, here in Switzerland, often we have an insurance against accidents and insurance against unemployment, um, as well as sick days. So these are some elements you want to think about, right? And there are different ways to go about this. I'm not saying that you have to go and get each and every insurance that there is out there in the world, but what do you think is beneficial for you? And do you, and, and again, you have two ways to go about it. Either you save up some amount of money um, to make sure that you can access it in case something happens. And then you also get to make sure that you really only access the money when that defined case really comes to reality. For example, you put away money for your sick day, so you really only touch it when you are sick and, and need to pay yourself out or need to do some payments related to that. Um, or the other way around this is that you go um, and find yourself an insurance uh, for your company. And then again, you have to think about whether you're going to take out an insurance just for you or uh, are you going to insure your employees too? So these are some things that you need to consider. And I think it would be also wise to get um, good advice from an expert in that area. So make sure that you talk to the right people, be it on the legal side or be it on, yeah, just, just to compare different insurance policies, for example against each other. Now, for our example here, let's say um, I went with the insurance uh, solution and I have an insurance against unemployment um, and sick days. And so that would cost me like 10,000 bucks a year. Not the, I mean, the, the numbers here are totally random. I have no idea what that would cost. And it also depends on um, where or in which part of, of a region you live, right? Then another line item that we often tend to forget is that our employers actually do um, help us to save up for our retirement fund, right? Uh, sorry, for, for our pension fund, right? So um, like here in Switzerland, it works this way that I pay half and my employer pays half uh, into the pension fund. And so um, these are also some things I would like to consider when I uh, write them down here on a piece of paper in terms of how much I should make a year that it is um, feasible for me to keep up with the living standard I'm having right now. And also, I, I would 
consider what other fringe benefits the employer gives you. Um, I Yeah, and I wouldn't really consider each and every uh, little thing they give you, like if they give you coupons for who knows what, and you don't care about the coupons, don't calculate them in, but really bring in the things you value. For example, if your employer gives you some kind of allowance um, for uh, public transport, season ticket, or if you have a car, or let's say your employer pays you uh, an amount for your internet bill, um, anything like that you would want to consider. And so let's bring together these two figures for our example here. So I'm putting down 5,000 bucks for the pension fund as well as 5,000 bucks uh, fringe benefits. And by the way, just uh, as a side note, if you are not sure anymore um, what exactly your, uh, your employer pays you for your pension fund, just go check your salary slip or get the relevant documents from your current workplace and try to figure that out. Or if you've already um, resigned and have stopped working there, go ahead and check old bills or, or ask someone, a, a colleague who's still there, who can give you some kind of information what the normal standard is in that company. But anyhow, so we are now at 100,000 bucks, right? For the salary, 30,000 running costs, 10,000 insurance, 5,000 retirement, and 5,000 uh, French benefits. And so when we add all this together, we land at 150,000 bucks. And as you hear that number, you might go like, wow, but hey, we haven't reached the end yet. So we have 150 bucks. Um, just to cover uh, your salary, all the additional benefits you used to get from your employer, plus the running cost of your business. But I really suppose that when you are um, building a business, at the end goal for you is not just to break even and to make sure that you um, get in enough money to pay your bills, but you also want to make some profit, right? And so um, a healthy profit would be somewhere between 10 to 20 percent. Um, but that really also depends on your business and business model. So 10 percent would be healthy and 20 percent would be really a high profit, which is actually quite nice. So um, let's say just from the get go, if we go from the 150,000 bucks, 20 percent would mean 30,000 bucks. So you have another line item below the 150,000 um, bucks, which is actually an addition of all the line items we had before. And I want you now to have another line item for profit, which is 20% uh, of 150,000, that is 30,000. And then you could say, hey, I'm comfortable. So that's like around 180,000 bucks. That is what I should make a year um, that would really help me to, to be comfortable, have the same living standard, and sort of be able to enjoy this thing, this business thing. So what do you do now with that number? Well, here's the thing. First of all, this is a theoretical number, right? I mean, 
If you can make that much from the get-go, congratulations to you. But chances are, um, usually when you start out with the business, this is not what you're going to end up with in year one. Chances are this is also not what you're going to end up with in year two, except you have really that super awesome idea or service that everyone is just waiting for to to grab out of your hand. So let's say you are planning and you are thinking about your business still in the building process and you're wondering how much of that money should you sort of have as a buffer for yourself in case things are not working the way you would like it to work out. Well, you, I don't say that you have to have a year's worth money on your side. And here is where it gets tricky. You have to decide for yourself, actually, how much you need to have at the side to be able to afford this if the business doesn't go well for, let's say, six months or a year or maybe longer than that. How much reserves do you want and how much reserves can you build? Now, if 180 sounds like a lot, then think through the scenarios that are realistic in your case and make a decision for yourself whether you want to go with half of it or can you afford to have like one month of reserve of that money to be sure that you can get through at least some of the bills. Um, but to be honest, Things can go wrong in business, and I've seen this over and over again, and it's better to have some money on the side rather than just having no money, and often it's also a cash flow problem that happens to businesses that go bankrupt. Now, what do I mean with cash flow problem? Well, the thing is that um, in theory, you have the money, but actually you are not getting paid fast enough to pay your bills. So you don't have the cash flowing in at the moment and in the spot that you need it to pay your bills and to meet your dues. So really think this through because this is really an important piece of advice I would like to give you. Think this through. As I said, there is no right or wrong answer and every business owner can arrive at their own conclusions here. Um, you have to consider also what is even possible in your family situation. But these are, of course, some things um, I would highly recommend you um, to look at. These elements are sort of the basics. So we have the salary, uh, the business running cost, the insurance coverage, the retirement uh, from you, uh, from, for, from your employer that you used to get, the retirement savings you used to have or the pension fund benefits you used to have, plus um, the fringe benefits, anything that is really relevant to you. So... If you have these five elements, you are already in a good position, but never forget that you also need to make a profit. So calculate that in. How much is going to be your profit? How much would you like to have, right? I mean, things don't have to work out that way, but it's important that you think these through and plan for it. Also, um, I have some bonus elements, so to speak, to um, give you here. So if you're like me, you might have a plan A plus you will also need a plan B. So what I do is I always have a buffer for myself of roughly 5%. Uh, so add to the 185% if you also would like to have a buffer. 
uh, for things so that you know what you need to comfortably run this business for a year. Also, you might want to consider whether you want to invest in yourself as well as invest in your business or even have to invest for, to a certain degree. Because here's the thing, when you are employed with your employer, you hardly ever think about it, but actually it's their headache, whether uh, the systems are updated, whether everyone has the latest software, whether all your assets are maintained properly. Um, and in a way, you could calculate that in, in the business running cost, but please don't forget to calculate that in somewhere, because I really can recommend this, that you would want to invest in your business and would want to have the capacity to do so. Um, even though you don't have to do it every year, you might want to um, save up for that little by little. So include that in your planning and also include um, how you are going to make sure that you are going to keep up to date. And I'm now not speaking about a software or anything, but you as a human being, as a person, maybe you need um, some further education, you need to attend a course and being employed with someone used to be much easier, right? Maybe they arrange a course for all their employees or they um, give you some sort of um, support, financial support as you attend a course. And so here you are on your own as your business, as the business owner. But the upside here is that you can also call the shots and make the decisions. So as you sit down and think through these points, I want you to write for each and every one of these points what your decision is going to be. Are you going to do it? Are you going to plan it in? Do you want to plan in the full yearly amount? Or are you okay just to have a little bit of that amount on the side, maybe six months worth of uh, that amount or three months worth of that amount. But I really highly can recommend that you have some sort of reserves on the side. If you're really unsure what to do about this and have thought this through and are not able to wrap your head around this, go find yourself a coach. You know that I do coaching. Reach out to me, support at moonshot-entrepreneur.com and we can sit down for a coaching session or um, go and find yourself some kind of expert um, who can help you and see you through this, be it a financial expert, be it a colleague working in finance. Just make sure that you think all these points through. And above all, we as Christians, we know that we do not have ultimate wisdom but we have access to someone who has ultimate wisdom. So let's just get on our knees and pray to God and ask him to open our eyes, to lead us to the right people and to help us to make a financially healthy and wise decision. And I'm sure that the Holy Spirit will come alongside you and help you see this through. I hope this episode blessed you and helped you. If you have any questions remaining, reach out to me. As I said, uh, hurry up if you think you really need coaching. Just send me an email and find out whether you're going to win the coaching session for free. Um, <laughs> wouldn't that be a blessing? Or just reach out to me anytime and I can't wait to hear from you. So stay wrapped up in Christ's love. Until next time, my friends. Real quick before you go, if this podcast blessed you in some way, 
The number one way you can thank me is by leaving me a written review for the show over on Apple Podcast. I seriously am lit up every time I hear from you guys. So if this show has impacted your life in some way, just let me know about it. And here's the second thing you can do. Take a screenshot of this episode or of your review and go share it over on Facebook and tag me. God bless as you dare to make the change.